This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Still haven't seen the movie. I talked to my cousin Paul yesterday. He went and saw Jim. Mm-hmm. Jim is usually a very tough critic when it comes to film. So I was surprised you gave Batman, the Batman, an 8 out of 10. Cousin Paul only gave it a 6 out of 10. Hmm. What was his issue with it? He said it was very long. Yeah, that was my biggest complaint. And he said surprisingly with how long it was, he didn't feel that the characters were as developed as they could have been. I didn't know Cousin Paul was thinking about character development that deeply. Oh, yeah. I thought he wanted to see race cars, you know, car chases. Things blowing and, up. Yeah. Uh, he, does a, he has a point. I think the thing is they're they're stretching it out over like a three-movie arc at least, right? That's so what he said. Is, he said you could tell they were setting stuff up. Yeah, far too long. But I, I will say, like, the Batmobile chase scene was awesome. There's a couple good fight scenes. If you're a Batman fan, I think I think you'll probably come away with a positive review of it. Yeah. But it, like I said, it wasn't groundbreaking, but... It might have a negative review if someone lets a bat loose in the theater. Did you see this? I did, yeah. In Austin, Texas, somebody let a live bat loose inside a theater showing the new Batman movie. Hmm. Getting that atmosphere going. <laughs> Nothing creepier than a bat in the room with you. If you know it's there and you, you don't know, know where it there. is. Yeah, it's, and then all, every once in a while you're like, it'll like fly by your head. Yeah, and what do you do? You turn the lights on, the bat kind of hides, right? It doesn't like the light. Yeah, yeah. and all the walls are black in a theater. It'd be very hard to find. You've got a babysitter. You know, you, this is your big date night. I know. You want to see this movie so badly? Do you just put up with the bat or I do think, you tell somebody about it? I think you dump your popcorn out, cut two eye holes in the popcorn bag, put it over your head. <laughs> like a helmet. Yeah. Keep it out of the hair. And you're safe. Yeah. Uh, the prank is uh, frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some TikTok loser trying to get clout. And they're now inspecting all bags upon entry to prevent another incident like this from happening again. Hmm. Don't bring bats to the Batman movie. I love uh, I love these rockers getting older. You know, they, they have a different perspective now than they did back then. And yeah. Here's an example of that. Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist Flea has expressed regret over the band's attitude to other groups who are trying to find fame around the same time they were when they were up-and-coming musicians in Hollywood. He especially, I guess this is a bit of an apology to Guns N' Roses because he, he named them in an interview with Classic Rock magazine said that uh, he and his colleagues had a certain arrogance when it came to Hollywood bands who were vying for attention at the time. We were definitely against the hair metal scene, Flea told the interviewer. We were like, F them. We're underground. Alt-rock, get weird, east side guys. Those guys are just rehashing Aerosmith and Kiss. Flea also went on to say, in retrospect... It was all petty BS. A lot of those bands were effing great. Guns N' Roses was a great band. Hmm. You kind of have to have that arrogance when you're a young band, though, right? It's you like need being to a young it. boxer. You have to think everybody's out to get you or else you're never going to be the champ. There's a fire under your butt. Yeah. You, you got you to gotta win at all costs. If if the guys in Guns N' Roses can make up, I think Flea can make up with Guns N' Roses. It makes yeah, sense at true. this point. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, you realize that uh, as you get older, that some things you thought were were a big deal when you were young are not a big deal, unless you're uh, Nikki Six because he's doubling down on his feud with Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Right, Chili Peppers versus Guns and Roses is over, but Motley Crue versus Pearl Jam still going. Uh, Nikki Six did a recent interview, and here are his thoughts on Eddie Vedder saying that he hates Motley Crue. You take a swipe at my band, I'll take a swipe at your band. You try to hurt my family, which is my band, I will try to hurt you. What I don't understand is, why is the guy even talking about my band? Like, he's a successful guy. The guy flies around in private jets. He lives in a mansion in a gated community. He sells out stadiums. And then he dresses at the thrift store and tries to pretend he's some guy in the 90s. Don't take a swipe at my band, dude. I mean, I'm at least at least being honest. Oh, snap! Oh, snap! Does Eddie Vedder still dress like a bum? Like, I'm pretty sure he's probably wearing designer tees on stage now. Yeah, designer tees that look like they're from a thrift <laughs> store. That's the thing. Expensive jeans with rips in them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, this, this is from Goodwill. This shirt costs more than your house. <laughs> <laughs> What's he supposed to wear? A tuxedo? He just act dressed like a normal guy. According to Nikki Six, he should be wearing all leather and eyeliner. <laughs> Jim, I just saw the uh, the post that you threw up on the Taz and Jim uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. At my wedding, you'll be able to come alone, bring a plus one, or choose a minus one, where you can uninvite one person of your choosing, no questions asked. Is this for real? <laughs> Well, it's a tweet. It's not my tweet. It's a tweet I shared from somebody else. But I think it's a fun idea. It would be hilarious. It's like a game of Survivor. True. Yeah. I feel like not. Don't give everybody a minus one, but have a minus one on a so everybody can vote. Vote one person out, like Survivor, because th- this, fr- from what I understand, is everybody gets to kick one person out, but the person with the most minus one votes is gone. What if you have everybody, you got the seating chart, everyone sits down at the table, pick a, pick a chair at the table, um, and then you have everybody look underneath their dinner plate, and if there's a red dot under the plate, you have to leave. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and have legit a cop or security guard escort, escort them, them out. Yeah, like, and they're one, like, this is a joke, I'm coming back, right? No, no, no there's gone. an Uber waiting. Thanks for the gift, <laughs> sucker. One person from each table, gone. Thin the herd. Yeah, yeah. More booze for the rest of us. Do you know numbers for your wedding? You know how many people you're going to be inviting? No, no, uh, but it's probably, man, we, we are going with a place that's under construction, and at first, they I think they told us it was going to be 200 capacity, but I think it's down to like 160 now. So it's going to be... Some- your family's like 100. I No, I, honestly, like when I was writing down, my family was like 80. It was between seventy and eighty. I forget exactly how many it was. Well, if you need me to be a minus one, I'll I'll understand. Gladly. Oh my god! <laughs> if anybody wants to opt out of my wedding, let me know. <laughs> Still send cash, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to, uh, you know, yeah, keep things a little more. Imagine, roomier. imagine Sarah uh, responded as a minus one. <laughs> You're I wouldn't standing, be surprised. Standing just waiting at the mm-hmm. end of that altar. <laughs> I wanna see you peacock, cock, you peacock. Taking a look at sports with Devin Peacock, our sports guy. Dev, Green Bay Packers officially have an Aaron Rodgers stick around as their quarterback. 
four years, $200 million. He is now the highest paid player in league history in terms of annual average value. I saw one story about uh, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers that I thought was pretty funny. Green Bay was so scared they were going to piss off Aaron Rodgers. An ESPN reporter was telling the story about how he was talking to a Packers official and he just mentioned Aaron Rodgers in conversation and the Packers official turned around and then walked away without saying anything. They did not <laughs> want to say anything that could possibly upset Aaron Rodgers. Pretty easy to get over it when you're getting $50 million a year. He is going to be 39 by the time the next season starts. So he's going into Tom Brady range. I mean, I know we've had Tom Brady go to, you know, 44, 45. Drew Brees went into his 40s. We are seeing a lot of quarterbacks. Can every quarterback go into their 40? I mean, Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVP, so maybe he can be the next. But I would be a little scared if I was Green Bay uh, to be doing this. The way they have structured the contract the the salary cap issues won't really present themselves until 2025, 2026. So they've got a couple years here where they can add some players and have some cap flexibility. The question for me is, if Aaron Rodgers is worth $50 million, what's Josh Allen worth per season? What's Lamar Jackson worth per season? I mean, there's a lot of young quarterbacks coming up for new deals that must be looking at this and just licking their lips. I mean, they're going to be buying everything. They could They can afford anything they want. Denver has a new quarterback as well. The Broncos, who are they getting? They are getting Russell Wilson. One of my favorite stats that I saw yesterday is since Peyton Manning retired in 2015, the Broncos have had 11 different starting quarterbacks. So this is why they paid a King's ransom for uh, Wilson. Uh, they still got a pretty good offense. They are already one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. So it's good for them. It's interesting uh, as well because they they traded Von Miller to the LA Rams during the season. They got a pretty good return. So what they gave up isn't so bad when you consider what they're getting from the Rams. Also, the Seattle Seahawks a couple of years ago acquired Jamal Adams from New York and what they paid for Adams they pretty much got back for Wilson. So of all the teams in this, the Seahawks kind of come off the worst because they just recap their draft pick capital and now they don't have Russell Wilson. Big news. The masks are going away. Ontario mask mandates are ending after March break. In schools, stores, everywhere, basically. Right, Jim? Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. Uh, and, uh, you know, everyone's excited to put this whole COVID thing behind us, if we can. I know there's some cases that are going up, but obviously uh, the people making the decisions feel we're in a place now where we can start moving on. And the government is in a position where it can start clamping down on people that took advantage of the system. They're doing this big time in the United States where if you uh, defrauded the COVID relief system, mm-hmm. they're, they're investigating and people are, are getting like prison time in some cases. Really? Listen to this dude. Georgia man has been sentenced to 36 months in prison after using COVID-19 relief money to purchase a rare Charizard Pokemon card. (laughs) Of course he did. Oh my God. We've heard about people like scaling walls and breaking into places to get this very card. This This is a famous card. But boy, oh boy. 
That's the thing you buy. <laughs> the government gives you $85,000 in an economic injury disaster loan, and your first thought is, I should use that to buy a Pokemon card. <laughs> I mean... If it does appreciate, you know, I guess it might be a good investment, but you you must be well off if that's the first thing you're going for. Not a car, not rent, not a mortgage or anything like that. Yeah, so he's going to prison. 36 months. That's three years. He's getting three years for buying that Pokemon card with the, the COVID relief money. It's funny. You wonder how many of these cases are out there. I know a lot of people put their hand out and took the cash when it was offered. Saw that story earlier in the week about in Ontario, the uh, the private ski club mm-hmm. yes. that, that took the million dollars. and then 100 they, million, wasn't it? No, it was 1.6 oh, million yeah, or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they had a record year. They made more money during the pandemic than they have any other year yeah but they're still keeping the the covid relief money they refuse to give it back how the government didn't put a stipulation in there a little caveat yeah that they could take it back if you didn't need it i know a few people who run small businesses construction companies things like that yeah and they're they weren't sure if they need it because the wood supply you know you could your job site could get shut down and you may have to pay employees you're not making any money for but the accountants that they were talking to were all like you'd it's free money and you'd be stupid not to so everybody took it yeah now they run construction slash pokemon card companies (laughs) (laughs) i mean there's also like uh, there's also 20 million dollars worth of curb checks that went to addresses that weren't even in canada like where was the oversight on all of this yeah Yeah, (laughs) this is the guy who's paying the price <laughs> the Pokemon the guy. The Pokemon guy. Taz and Jim, Game of Palooza. Brought to you by Pizza Nova. Can you outsmart the Riddler? We've got him here with us. <laughs> hey, Riddler. Yes, I'd like to remind Batman that he's in an abandoned sawmill, and if he can't answer my riddles, he'll be going down the table saw conveyor belt crotch first. <laughs> wow. That's scary. Uh, but if Isn't you, it? If you are able to answer the Riddler's riddle correctly, you'll get tickets to see the Lumineers and $100 in Lotto 649 tickets. You ready for this, Pete in Burlington? Yeah, let's give her a whirl, boy. Okay. Riddler, say hi to Pete. Hello, Batman. Hello, Jim. <laughs> Who? <laughs> it's the Riddler. It's not Jim. Uh, what is riddle the riddle? Riddle me this, Batman. What goes up but never comes down? <laughs> I'm going to have to say... I'm gonna say your age. Mm, I think he googled it. I it sounded like a, it, it sounded like a googling there, Pete. Are you googling. cheating on us? No, it's like your age goes up, it doesn't go down. Well, yeah, yeah I but I also heard a little clickety clackety there of uh, type of It's the table saw for him. Are you giving him? You're not. You're not He's buying it. You saw. cheated, Pete. Riddler doesn't have time for cheaters. <laughs> Oh, wow. Riddler, you are evil. Vicious today. Taking no prisoners. <laughs> the splatter sounds, too. That was intense. Uh, JP is on his way to Sarnia. JP, are you ready for a riddle from the Riddler? 
Oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. I shave every day, but my beard stays the same. What am I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's it. <laughs> Hit the lever, henchman! See you later, JP. <laughs> Got him at the end there. <laughs> I'm covered in this stuff. Uh, what was the answer? You shave every day, but your beard stays the same? What are a you? A barber. You're a barber. You're shaving other people, but your beard is still immaculate. That's good. That's good. <laughs> We've got Mike on the line. Riddler. What is Mike's riddle? A man who was outside in the rain without an umbrella or a hat didn't get a single hair on his head wet. Why? Um. Jeez. He was in a bus shelter. I don't know. Oh, at least you got a guess out there, but no, and Taz can relate. He, he was, was a bald. bald. I knew a bald it. Man. I knew it. There goes Mike. Okay, pressure is on here. Jessica is on the line. Say hi to Jessica the Riddler. Hello, Batman. Hi, Riddler. Ready for you. Oh, really then? Riddle me this. What has one eye but can't see? One eye but can't see. I think I know this one. Oh, God. Anita! Uh, no! Is she right? Oh, she's right! (laughs) The eye of the needle. There you go, Jessica. You did it. You've defeated the Riddler, and he looks very upset. He was looking forward to cutting you in half. This was a good week. I was torturing people. It was fun. I think I'm done. That's it? Taz, Batman, I think I'm going to just crawl off this ladder, get down from this catwalk, and just become a good guy now. I think... Riddler, no! Oh, no, he tripped and fell onto the saw. Wow. <laughs> if there's any anything left of them, pick them up and send them off to Arkham Asylum. I'm going to be back, <laughs> Jessica, you won Lumineers tickets. You're going to see the band this June, the second show, the Sunday night that they added at uh, Budweiser Stage. And let us know if you become a millionaire with $100 in Lotto 649 tickets. And we've got a Florida woman story for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Trying to figure out... <laughs> what the motivation was here. I don't really get it. The headline is Florida teacher accused of biting two students over a jar of pickles. <laughs> what? A teacher named Rhonda Rice told school administrators she was just playing around with students and what she did wasn't wrong. Rowdy Rhonda Rice. <laughs> Rowdy Rhonda Rice. Uh, there was a uh, two students who were working at the middle school 15-year-olds, and at some point, Rice tried to take a jar of pickles from them. When the boys tried to take the jar of pickles back, she bit them on the forearm, they released, and she was able to get the pickles. 
was it? Was this a lunch or was this some sort of math problem? Like how many pickles in the jar or something? What? Why were the pickles so sought after? I'm so confused. I know. The article doesn't specify <laughs> whose pickles they were in the first place. <laughs> I've just never heard of a pickle fight. <laughs> you know? Heard of a tickle fight. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, I can imagine what a pickle fight would be. But for it to get so into, like, I could see people joking. <laughs> I could see people joking around and, like, you Give know, you're kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and then, like, oh, I'm going to bite. Like, when you're fighting your friends, you know, you can go bite your buddy or something like that as a joke. But, you know, not a, you can't bite students. Maybe Rhonda had heard that pickleball is the latest craze, didn't really realize what the game was. And she yeah. thought it was was biting people and stealing their pickles. Honest mistake. Yeah, could happen to anybody. <laughs> you know who disagrees? The aunt Uh-oh. of one of the students. This is what she had to say. She just plainly bit him. I think she needs to learn what she did, and what she did was wrong. Nothing's been done until now. Why take so long to do something when this is involving a child? What teacher does that? A bad one? Yeah, I mean, is this not the <laughs> easiest punishment to just make like you can't bite students Don't why bite is this a conversation she says she just licked the student <laughs> no she did yeah that's worse yeah i it, would say that's worse it's not good it's not good well down in florida their their uh their governor ron DeSantis, is trying to stop students from wearing masks in schools but maybe teachers should be wearing them just so they can't <laughs> bite the kids and steal their pickles Tony Hawk. Man, remember Tony Hawk? Loved uh, them. The, the video games when they came out, how awesome they were? They were, yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk is, he's hardcore. He's been skating like into his 50s. Mm-hmm. He actually, and maybe he jinxed things a little bit, he's been working on a documentary uh, called Until the Wheels Fall Off. <laughs> it's about his career and his philosophy, philosophy about how he still does what he does at his age. Well, he is just starting to promote that documentary, and something happened. He has broken his femur bone. Oh, boy. You ever seen a broken femur in, a, in an x-ray gym? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Look at this. You know, oh, that's not <laughs> good. Does that count as a wheel falling off? <laughs> I think that's all the wheels falling off. Because those, like the femur... It's a tough one to that's, heal yeah, that's at a, any age. Yeah, that's not good. That's a major one. So Tony posted, uh, I broke my elbow 20 years ago, managed to make a full comeback. This recovery for a broken femur will be much harder because of the severity and my age, but I'm up for the challenge. So he thinks he'll be able to get back to some level of normalcy, but a little skeptical when it comes to fully recovering and Going down, like in your 50s, man. Going down a half pipe and doing flips on a skateboard. It's wild. Could there be a harder hobby slash job to have in your 50s? Like there... I can't think of a more dangerous, like, you know, skydiving's even even easier on the body. I can't think of anything worse you could do as a 50-year-old guy than be a skateboarder. Yeah. Every like time you get on skateboarder. that skateboard, it might be your last time on <laughs> yes. that skateboard. Till the wheels fall off, baby! <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, what is the first body part you wash when you get in the shower? There's an article here that I found. It's... Uh, what that says about you. So depending on what the first body part you wash is, uh, it, it is very telling what kind of person you are. For example, there's six items on the list here. Number six, if it's a random body part, 
you're an adventurous person who doesn't like to be bored. <laughs> you really, really spice it up when you wash your body in the shower. Hmm, today, maybe I'll start with my pinky finger. Tomorrow, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. Number five, your hair. That's you, me. You wash your hair before anything else? I think so, usually. Jim, you're a hopeless romantic. Oh, that's true. Nailed it. Who's usually immersed in your own thoughts. Also, you have the temperament of an intellectual and artist. Okay, now we're now we're veering off the course a bit. <laughs> if you wash your chest first, you're honest and loyal. Your chest? You must that must be only a hairy chest guy move. Well, if or if you've got a lady, a, oh, yeah, if you've got a great is, chest, man. I was thinking this is just rub a dubba. Either or, whatever. You got some big pecs. <laughs> what is that? I've never heard anybody <laughs> discuss washing their no no dudes washing their chest, and I never really thought about women. Do they lift it up and then get under? They yeah, must. Well, yeah. I, 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 Depending on the lady, I know uh, I know some ladies who get a little sweaty under there. They yeah, got sure. You know, it's like extra extra pits. That you gotta wash. I, it really is. I'm sure there's a yeah. lint that gets stuck under there, you know? A little lint? Yeah. Your armpits is number three, speaking of which, mm -hmm. means you're attentive, but you might come across as naive and lacking confidence. Oh, you're always worried about your pit stinking. You got it. Huh. If you wash your shoulders first, you're loyal, <laughs> reliable, devoted, and tend to carry the world on your shoulders. This is, now they're just, you could have written this by yourself with no evidence. And if you wash your face first, it means that you love money and you might struggle to get along with other people. So you love your face, your, you know, uh... Or you care about looks, I guess. Little vein. Yes. Speaking of little veins, do you notice anything missing from this list? Any Anything between the legs, right? Yeah, your crotch. That's a big part. I think I might be a crotch starter in the shower. You know, oh, you know, actually, you know what that means, Taz? It means you're constantly thinking about sex and that you are risky and adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it means after a couple days you haven't taken a shower. This <laughs> is <laughs> prioritized. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's start with the, the parts that can get the yeah. stankiest. <laughs> the butt? Like, is the butt not? What if you start with your butt? That means that you worry too much about the problems in the world. <laughs> And you're always concerned. Crap. You're always concerned about how things are going to end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting back to it here, capacity limits have been lifted at the start of the month. You got the announcement yesterday that uh, in Ontario, mask mandates are going to be going away after March break. People going back to work too, and there's one company who went above and beyond to welcome their employees back, and it's gone viral, Jim. Yeah, this did not go over well. Um, there's an office building in Toronto. It's one of these places, I think, where it has multiple businesses in there. You rent out a floor or an office, whatever. So it's one of those places. And as soon as you walked in, now that people are coming back to work earlier this week, as soon as you walked in the front doors, there was three big signs that greeted you, and they said things like. Miss your sweatpants yet? And had like a pair of comfy sweatpants on there. So, okay. and then another one was like, Bet your dog's missing you. And there's a picture of a sad dog looking at a laptop in the dark. <laughs> and then there's another one that said, Seriously, we missed you and welcome back and stuff. But the reason why it went viral is because somebody snapped a pic of them and then quoted this in the tweet In the lobby of an office building in Toronto, 
I guess this idea is to make sure employees are flooded with resentment the instant they walk in the door. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I really do miss my sweatpants. And uh, my dog was my emotional companion that got me through the past two years. And I truly do miss leaving him at home. I, Thanks for reminding me at 8.55 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> As I rolled back yeah. to the office for the first time. It's not a huge deal. and I think people are overreacting a little bit. But what was the thought process here? Yeah. Like the welcome back and seriously, we missed you. Great. It, this could have been one sign. The one sign, welcome back, we missed you, would have done the job. Or there's plenty of positives you could easily think of and put on a sign. It's like, hey, your toilet paper budget is way less now. We have free toilet paper at work, right? That's one great thing. And what would the picture be of? A roll of toilet paper? Like a toilet paper, but it's money on the thing, so it looks like a roll of money. Not somebody wiping their butt. But then all it is is green. Wait, that actually... That sounds gross. No, that's too gross. These would have went viral too, no. Speaking of the sweatpants thing, though, I'm hearing that uh, there's a lot of companies that are now relaxing their dress codes because as people go back to the office, everyone's been so used to being in comfortable clothes at home, they're allowing that to spill over into the workplace. Sure. So... Maybe you can wear casual Friday will be even more casual now. Yeah, yeah. Where you can show up in just your gitch. Was <laughs> jeans, sweatpants, now it's bathrobe. <laughs> People are wearing sweatpants a lot. I have a buddy. I was talking to him the other day. I've noticed he's been wearing the same sweatsuit for about three weeks. Sweatsuit. Full sweatsuit. And I'm like, wow, you're really, you're really leaning into that look. And he said, I before the pandemic. I wouldn't be caught dead leaving the house in sweatpants. Mm-hmm. But now, it's amazing. I love it. Oh, totally. I, I never used to go to the grocery store in sweatpants. I would change into jeans if I was at home. But now, I got the Who mask cares? on. Sweat- oh, now I can't wear sweatpants after March 21st So once now. the mask comes off and people can recognize you. Yeah, yeah. Because our faces are on, wear- on a bus sometimes that rolls up to the grocery store. Yeah, so we I do can't get be- recognized sometimes. Yeah. I'm fine being in the sweatpants. There's Taz and no, sweatpants. There's a I'll standard, I think. <laughs> like, what if you wear your dressy sweatpants? <laughs> Well, I do have one pair that is nicer than Everyone the other. Everyone does. Yeah, yeah, one pair has, has like You guys on it. used to make fun of me because I had a pair of dressy jeans. I had my everyday jeans and I had my dressy jeans. And everyone has dressy jeans. Well, they were much tighter. Yeah, they were nicer and they were mm-hmm. tighter. Toit. <laughs> Just like the dressy sweatpants. <laughs> is this? Yeah, no, clock. you're not talking about like jeggings where they look like... You're talking about sweatpants. sweatpants. Everybody knows their sweatpants. Just a, just a cleaner cut maybe. Maybe they don't, a pleat? They don't, yeah, they don't have the elastic band at the bottom. Yeah, oh, know? that's true. That, it, like that a is, dressy, a dressy yeah. sweatpants sure. you could wear to the office. Sure. Absolutely. Maybe some, 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 some sweatpants suspenders. <laughs> you know, go yeah. all out. Sweatpants. Fabric top hat? Yeah. Monocle? Like that one uh, Jameer Kwai used to wear. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.